Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, welcome back, everybody. If you know anything about this show, you know that we bring on guests because they tend to be smarter than we are. And then we get real information that later in the show we pretend we came up with ourselves. Yeah. It's got me this far. On the line with me is a guy I'm positive knows more than I do. He is a legend in the Hall of Fame, the great Ray Dittiger. Hi, Ray. Ray, are you there? I do. I not- am. Oh, here like- he is. How you doing, Ray? I'm doing great, Angelo. How are you? All right, Ray, we got a lot of ground to cover here. I want to start with this because I know you study tape. You could see things that we don't. Uh-huh. As best you can tell, in how much pain was Jalen Hurts last Sunday against the Giants? Uh, he was. De- it was definitely uncomfortable. Um, you know, when I went back and looked at it, because I was looking for all the things you were talking about, um, I actually thought he threw the ball okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there were a couple. There were a couple throws. Like there, were, uh, there was a slant that he threw behind the receiver. There was a ball that he sort of underthrew down the field. But by and large. Um, when you consider the kind of shoulder injury he's dealing with, I thought he threw the ball, frankly, a little better than I thought he was going to. But what, but what you really saw was, uh, and this comes more from the coaches than the player, was just their their reluctance to have him run the ball. I mean that they that they really took the the whole zone read part of their offense and just put it off to the side and tried to play a more conventional offense, which made it much harder for them to move the ball even against the Giants' JVs. So, yeah, I mean, all the talk about him being rusty, it's not a matter of rust. He's playing with a significant injury. And I don't know how much better it's going to be in two weeks. And, you know, for them to go the distance here, for them to get to Arizona and play in the Super Bowl, they're going to have to get – the only way they're going to get there is if they play the offense that they played all year. And he's going to have to be healthier then than he is right now to get that accomplished. Ray, you put me in a very awkward position because I always believe you when you tell me that he was experiencing significant pain because now I have no idea why, if that were true, they would create a script that included nine consecutive passes to begin the game. Does it make any sense to you that they restricted him ability to run but did not care at all about what, uh, how much peril he was in in the pocket when you start the game with nine straight passes. No, it didn't make any sense to me. Uh, and I think, I've, I think a lot of people said the same thing. I, I was just uh, – I think they wanted to come out and give him a chance to throw the ball a little bit early just to kind of get a feel for it uh, and to establish to the Giants anyway that, uh, that they, were, they were going to be willing to let him throw the ball. But, yeah, I was – I was very surprised that they chose to go with it and stay with it as much as they did. Um, I mean, if they were if they were really limiting him, and the idea was really trying to protect him and just get through this game and win it and get the number one without you know without worrying how it looked, just let's just get through it and get the W. Then I mean, there were there were easier ways to go about it. I mean, they could have just they could have just run the ball. They could just run yeah. the ball with three running. Just just turn around and hand it off. And you know, Boston Scott against the Giants. I mean, that's <laughs> you knew you knew where that game's going. So I, I just thought that the the play calling and the overall 
execution of the offense to me really had me scratching my head. They're going to have to, you know, it's for them to win the games that they're going to have to win from this point forward. It's on the players, but it's on the coaches too. I mean, the coaches are really going to have to do a good job coaching because the quarterback clearly there's some, there are a lot of things that he did to get them to the number one seed that I don't know if he's going to be able to do them in the playoffs. And the coaches are going to have to find another way of getting that done to win those games because it's only going to get tougher from now on. So, Ray, when I'm watching a game, I'm freaking out. Nine straight passes. I know the guy's hurt. What are you doing? Makes no sense. I want him to run. I came on the show last Friday. My game plan, run the freaking ball, all right? Right. right? So I got the coach on Monday, and I say to him, how does that make any sense? And he gives me a very long explanation, which is basically this. We knew last year we got to the playoffs with our run game. We already knew we had a good run game. Our goal this year was to establish how good we could be with the pass. Mm -hmm. And so we called nine straight passes in game 17. Is that logical? (laughs) No. No, No, it is not logical. (laughs) <laughs> I don't understand that. Ray, is it possible they're getting their marching orders from above? Uh, oh, uh, no, I don't, no, I don't think so. Um, who, uh, from, from Jeff, from Howie? Yeah, from no, Jeff. I, no. From Jeff. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I, I don't think at, at this point, with, <laughs> with the way the success they've had this season, I don't think at this point Jeff's going to put on the headset and start calling the plays. No, he's, he trusts his coaching staff, but it doesn't mean that they're infallible. And I thought that, you know, I... I you know, I think I think what Nick was giving you on Monday morning was just a lot of coach speak, which sometimes makes sense and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. In this particular case, it doesn't. I I just thought that their approach, their approach going into the game on Sunday was surprising, and um, yeah, and they got away with it. But I mean, if you if your quarterback was going to be as limited as I think that it was clear that Hertz was, there were easier ways to go about it than the way that you did. All right, let me get to a question. This is why I love having you, Andre, because you, you look at tape, you study it, you really know what's going on there. What the hell has happened to Darius Slay? And do you think he belongs on the all-pro team? In fairness, no. No. And no, what has I mean, happened? What happened? I don't know. I, I don't know because the, for the first half of the season, he played really good. I mean, if, if you had a mid-season all-pro team, yeah. he would have been on it. Um, since I would say since midseason on, he has not been. Um, and I mean, he hasn't. I mean, he's had some. He's had some stretches here where he's actually not just played. He's I mean, he's actually played poorly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't. I don't know what it is. You know, I don't know if it's uh, if he's playing with some kind of an injury that nobody's talking about. But um, when you look at the when you look at the whole team, top to bottom, if you ask me areas of concern that I have. You know, obviously, I'm going to start with the health of the quarterback. <clears throat> That's where everybody would start. But I would, you know, on the defensive side, it would be Slay because he is, you know, the second half of the year, his play, his play has definitely dropped off. Well, that's uh, good to hear. All right. Now, the, mean, other, now the other, but the, I, yeah. I will say the other part of it is the other cornerback has played very well and yeah. continues to. Bradbury. Bradbury, Bradbury has been very good. Yeah, and we've seen it. He's in on a lot of plays. Slay's not doing much of anything. All right, let me get to the pat, the best pat. You said yesterday on WIP, right, it's Super Bowl or bust. If the Eagles don't do it, it's a disappointment. It, it, they did not succeed at what they are right now looking at, which is the number one seed. So, sure. Who's the best opponent? You look at all these teams. Uh, give me a ranking here on who we should want the Eagles to face in the divisional round. 
No, starting with Seattle, but okay. you, you got no, you got no chance. I mean, no that's chance. that. I mean, there's going to be a couple games this weekend that I think are going to be just total blowouts, and I, I think Seattle's going to be one, and I think you know, I think Buffalo's going to blow out Miami. But um, I mean, if you, if you were to pick who who would you love to see come in here, even though the Eagles seem to have history have a tough history with the Seahawks. Um, I don't think that this would be the case. I mean, I would take Seattle number one, but right, I think take them out. I think it's unlikely. Take them unlikely. out of it. Okay. The Giants is six, the Cowboys are five, the Buccaneers are four. Give me what you think about those, those three opponents. <clears throat> I would not want to play the Cowboys. If you gave me the choice, if you gave me the choice of the three, uh, the Cowboys are the team I would I would least want to play, uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. I actually I actually think the Giants are going to beat Minnesota, and I think I think that you're I think it's going to be the Giants next week. Now I may be wrong about that, and the Giants are underdogs, but I. Um, I, I just have all year. I, I just really haven't believed in the Vikings. You know, maybe they're going to make me look silly and play great this postseason. And you look at their record and you say, well, how could they not be good? But you know, I just don't believe. I just don't believe in them, and I still don't. Um, so I right now, I, I think the Giants are going to beat the Vikings this week, and I think it's going to be the Giants coming in here. And you know, the Eagles have already beaten them twice, but. You know, if if I had my druthers, I would rather not have to try and beat a team three times in one season. I just think that that's I just think that that's challenging. And if I can avoid if I can avoid playing Tom Brady in the playoffs, I I'll do that if any time. So you're saying what? I I got to know who of all these, oh, uh, excluding oh, oh, oh. the Seahawks, what would of the other three? Who what would be our best shot here? Giants. I would. I would probably. I would probably say. I would probably say the Giants. Even okay. though I, I don't think. Even though I don't think it's going to be easy. I would probably take the Giants. Right. Well, I love. I love that. Uh, that we got you back to really analyze a lot of this stuff we talk about. Because by the end of the week, Ray, we find out what we were right about, what we were wrong about. Because you are still the measuring stick for all of us. And well, I'm- I think that no matter. I think that no matter how, no matter how things shake out this weekend. Um, I, I just don't see any way that the two conference championship games aren't going to be San Francisco at Philadelphia and Buffalo at Kansas City. I just think that's where this thing is headed. I mean, they're the four best teams. And, you know, there'll be some upsets and there'll be some surprises this weekend probably. Um, but I think when it's all said and done, those are the four best teams, and I think those will be the final four. All right, now I got – let me to another question. In the history of the NFL, right, and only I would ask this of you because you wrote the Eagles Encyclopedia, in the history of the NFL, has any team gone to the Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback who was a seventh-round pick? No. There you have it. Never, ne- never happened. Uh, the, no team has ever gone to the Super Bowl with a, with a rookie quarterback regardless of his first round. Oh, wow. Re- then I'm not the- worried about the Niners because they have Brock Purdy. Yeah, but he's not pl- he's not playing like Mister Irrelevant. All right, I and, ran out of time. I can't take it. <laughs> and, and, and they've got yeah, you know, they've got a lot of really good players, and they have a great right. coach calling. They've got a great coach talking in his ear. No, if you watch him on tape, and he's not playing like a rookie. He's not playing like a seventh round draft pick. He's playing he's playing really good. But I think the championship game. I think that's who you're going to be looking at. I love it, Ray Didinger. We're loving getting the chance to talk to you. We'll do it again on Monday. Thank you, Ray. All right, Ange. Have a great day. Bye-bye. We've got to book Ray again next week, Rhea, to get his reaction yes. to these games. Are you ready to change your stance now? No. He I'm doesn't not, want the Cowboys. He, that made me nervous. <laughs> but I no. You know what? He's been off a while. I think he's rusty. Oh, really? I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Whereas he said Hertz was not rusty, I think Dudiger was rusty. 
That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Joe, I got Jaworski in quick. I'll take them. Right. Joe's out of line. Hi, Joey. Joe, are you there? Uh, Joe just hung up uh, when I went. He had been holding a while. You didn't like what you said. Up. Did he get did he get nervous? Let me try Ruth. Hi, Ruthie. Hi. How are you, Ruth? I'm good. How are you, Angelo? I'm Been doing... wanting to talk to you for a long time. Well, it's great that you got on, Ruth. What would you like to say this morning? This season is all because of Jalen Hurts. He is. He has come so far from the off season. Really? It's just been wonderful to watch this season. Ruth, uh, I I hate to on your first call with us ask some tough questions, but how many of those seventy sacks did uh, Hurts get? Because Howie Roseman got sixteen of them when he signed Reddick, and uh, how many of those interceptions did he get? Because uh, uh, Howie Roseman got a bunch of them with Gardner Johnson. Uh, Ruth, Howie Roseman is the reason you're fourteen and three. Howie's not on the field. Howie put a whole bunch of great players on the field. You with me, Brooks? Bad Brooks. I I I I told you, I mean, I, I think Hurts. Don't Hertz be nice to him. Right, Say no, I'm not with you. I, I was hoping uh, on, he realized that his future bookings were depending on that answer. Oh my God! Now you with me, Ria? All right. So Ruth, you. Uh, what do you think we're going to go here? Are we going to the big game this year? Yes, we are. You sure you're feeling good about? I'm feeling great. All right. Fair enough, Ruth. Uh, Give me a red hat. Angie Everhart. Ooh. I got to tell you something. Thank you, Ruth. Didn't you meet her once? I met her once. Yeah? I met her in prime. I mean, primo Angie Everhart. Was she dating? um... She was. No, this is before she dated Joe Pesci. Okay, gotcha. Because that was ruining it. (laughs) And she walked in. And she then had been doing some soft core stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that woman. Late night cable. Oh, my God. Was she perfect. Ah, soft she what? Was, she was like, soft core. Core? Oh. You know, uh, <laughs> enticing. You know, after midnight. It's called hard R. It's R-rated, and it's really R-rated. Okay, you with me, right, Johnson? Right, right. She was doing You spent entirely too much time wow. figuring no, out what If that you is. want to be totally honest, I checked some of the... They have the scenes on the internet. Is that so? Huh. How do you know this? I know this because I research before I bring in a guest. <laughs> <laughs> that one took longer than most. 215-592-9494. I have now just creeped myself out. Selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back at uh, 924. Rhea just handed me this thing, and if you want to get nervous about the Cowboys, I'm starting to wonder if I've done the right thing by wanting the Cowboys because the Cowboys are gold to the National Football League. The Cowboys, in the top five rated games of the year, the Cowboys were in four of them. Is that right? The Cowboys always get huge numbers. Now, you know how this works, Johnson. If you're getting huge numbers, they'll assign a, a, a ref yeah. that will call things in a certain way. And if, I don't want to say it's rigged because it's not rigged. It's just done because it's good business. It's, it's manipulated. Yeah. The N- NBA has done it for years. My good friend Tim Donahue, the crooked ref, <laughs> he has uh, p- pointed out to me they would know how to get to game seven by assigning game six to Steve Javi. So the NFL Steve would, was a team guy. He was a company guy. The league would love to have the Cowboys go as deep into they the playoffs as possible. They would love that. That's the point, Johnson. They got forty-two million when the Giants played the Dallas Cowboys Week Twelve. Mm-hmm. Forty-two million. Okay. And they averaged sixteen million per wow. game. They got more than double when the Cowboys. And the other numbers for the Cowboys are they had a, a game Dallas uh, versus Green Bay twenty-nine. Okay. Eagles, so the Giants, Dallas. Green Bay, Eagles. This is Christmas Eve, twenty-seven point eight million. Yeah, that is a, a over ten million more than they get with any other team. How much do the opponents factor into this? Not at all. It's all different opponents. It's all different opponents. You, got, you have New York. You have Philadelphia. All different opponents. Yeah, New York maybe help a little bit, but they got good numbers with uh, Minnesota. I don't wow. know. It's Dallas. That's the draw. God, I hate that. Some people love them. Some people watch it to root against them. They love to hate them. But now I am rethinking my position on wanting the Cowboys. Well, I got swept up in Jaworski and Quick and all these guys telling me how great that would have been. Maybe not. All right, Ava Graham, are you ready with a hot seat? I am, Angelo, and sorry, bud, but it's you. Today, (laughs) Angelo, you're on the hot seat. Sponsored by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge, a different kind of network designed to save you money. There's an app called Golden Ratio Face, and it assesses the symmetry of your face, then ranks its appearance from 1 to 10. Very controversial list came out of the most handsome Major League Baseball managers. It is with great pride that I could tell you that Rob Thompson, the second most handsome manager in baseball. Just like the team, finished in second. Burn, Rhea! Look, nothing against Rob, right? But I know when I think of male models, he's not the first head (laughs) that pops into my head. 
In fact, honestly, I thought Gabe Kapler was a very good-looking man. Strong and stoic. I'm going to agree with you about Rob Thompson, Angelo. It's like thinking Walter Matthau was attractive. Don't ever say that. I'm sorry, but it's true. The app seems skewed. How did you rank, Angelo? I ended up 5.69. Yeah, that's not good. I am just above an aardvark. An I am aardvark? A aardvark. Analytics don't lie. Uh-oh. Now, very soon, like in a couple of weeks, I'm not going to be making any money. Zero money. No income. If my wife is an eight and I'm a five, I'm done. My days are over. She's going to look at every guy and say, he's better than a loser I'm with. Are you with me, Barrett? You got to know, man, when you outkick your coverage, you got to make sure you put it down. Yeah, Barrett, the only problem there is if Angelo gets down, he more than likely won't get back up. (laughs) Yeah, what am I putting down, Barrett? What am I putting down? You putting it down. I'm not putting anything down. down. The only thing I put down is my fourth, and that's after I've cleaned my plate. Yeah, I thought it was the remote. (laughs) And then, no, this is, I am going to keep this information away from my wife because my wife is an eight and I'm a five. You do the math. And I'm going to tell you something else that's bothered me all morning. That damn Johnson. What's the matter? Because Johnson got a big number. Yeah. All right. I got They looked at his facial symmetry and they went, that's a hot man. That's right. Rhea, do you think he's that good looking, Johnson? He said yes. <laughs> he's got, a, he's got this weird like thing on his chin. What. What's that so thing there? From where I'm positioned in my studio, <laughs> fantastic looking. Well, I see. I knew it. Is the back of his hat? Right. That doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and, and honestly, Ava, do you think that that? I don't know. It's like a. a it's he, called a goatee. It's a goatee, <laughs> but with a big clump of hair under his chin. That's called is a that goatee. Is that a good look? Uh, it could use maybe a little cleaning up, but nah. you know what? You're simulating the look of a goat. Uh, excuse me, 8.04. <laughs> I, I thought you liked a bushy beard. I don't get it. I don't understand it, Johnson, but it's bothering me. It's all right. You're in the middle of the road. You're a five. I'm not middle of the road. No. <laughs> on the manager's list, I'm number 29. What do you think a one is on this list? I'm ahead of Matt Quattraro, <laughs> which, and frankly, I looked at him. He's better looking. But you're I a am, five. You're in good shape. I'm not in good shape. What did you expect to be? I was hoping. That's, for seven. See, that's, that's the question right there. <laughs> that is the question. I was hoping for a seven. <laughs> I didn't even get a well, snip of a seven. Boy, we dimmed the lights a little bit. We'll I do it again. No, you don't understand. I try to keep my nose out of it. I got the lighting <laughs> just right. And then she went, wow, you're, you're barely above a troll. <laughs> Damn it. Drew is on the line for Westchester. Hi, Drew. Morning, Angelo. Good morning, everybody. How are you, Drew? Um, not not bad. I just want to say, you know, no self-respecting Eagles fan can ever root for the Cowboys, okay? What you yep. always want is the earliest exit possible for the Cowboys with the Eagles still alive. Every season, that's all you want. So, no, I will not root for the Cowboys, and I would like nothing better than to have a stationary Tom Brady come in and play against our pass rush at Lincoln Financial, where he's never been in the postseason. All right, so what you're saying is, Drew, that you will take your chances that Jonathan Gannon will put together a game plan that will stifle the greatest quarterback in history. Uh, That's what you're telling me, right? I'm telling you that our guys, the roster that Howie Rosen put together, can beat Tom Brady, yes. All right, because I, I Drew, I'm going into this thing with one concern above all others, and it's the coaching from my two coordinators. I have not followed their logic all season, and 
I think the Eagles are 14 and 3 because they got a great schedule this year. I looked at next year's schedule, and if they get 14 next year, I'll come out of retirement and I'll burn my pants. Well, nobody wants Why that. Why is it? <laughs> I have no idea. Do that all by yourself. I thought there might be a calling for that when you're that's, that's, a year older. That's not an. That's not an image that I really am looking for. All right, Drew. Fair but, enough. But, Drew, give me a red hat. All right, she's dynamite in every way. Jessica Chastain. All right, she she's has already mentioned. been named. But I All would right. agree with you there. I am not the judge, but I love Jessica Chastain. Will your pants still be on when you burn them? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm watching a Jessica Chastain movie, sometimes they're on, they're on fire already. Je- Drew, give me another one. Oh, God, I, I mean. All right, Drew, call me back if you get it. Joe said in my ear, and they're off. <laughs> that is so rude. That is disgusting. Barrett, why do you even come in here? That's disgusting. I need to laugh sometimes, but I need to laugh. All right, guess. Daniel's out of life from Coopersburg. Hi, Dan. Good morning, everyone. What do you think? Who do you want in the first round? Who do you want where we play a week from this weekend? I want the Dallas Cowboys. Say that's it. That's mm. what I was thinking. These other people now are called. They don't want to do it because they'd have to root for the Monday night. Well, I would agree that I don't want to root for them, but I think they're going to win. But the main thing is that we just have to settle this. Yes. It's one game to one game this year, and I want to know who's better. And I think I know who's better. It's the Eagles. I want the Cowboys. Daniel, did you, did you enjoy your Christmas Eve? Not at all. Did you adore, enjoy Christmas Day? Well, I was with my family, so I did for that. But mm. from a sports standpoint, of course not. Not until they played the next week, and that wasn't so great either. The only way to truly get the taste out of our mouths is to play them in the playoffs and end their season, right? Exactly. That, that was what my original thinking was. And then people started telling me, well, you're going to have to root for the Cowboys. You can't do this. You can't do that. Then I saw Rhea brought in the ratings and the league is going to want the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. Not that they ever do. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's, no. it's, not, it's not an easy question to answer. Dan, you give me a red hat. Well, some of your audience may have to Google this person, but I encourage that they do. The stunning Maureen O'Hara. Oh, I don't have to Google her. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was when redheads became major. I remember the older Marino Hara. I can't recall seeing the younger version. Go to the younger version and spend some time there. Let's go to Eric and Cherry hey, Hill that next. That wasn't creepy at all. It wasn't creepy. I just said he analyzed what you're seeing. He had a smile on his face, too. Eric, I did not. <laughs> Eric, you only make it worse, Johnson. Eric, how are you today? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Eric, what are you thinking on the Seahawks? So, I heard an interesting statistic on uh, ESPN this morning. Um, I know everyone thinks it's going to be either, you know, the Giants, uh, Dallas, or Tampa Bay. But they they said that San Francisco has never beaten the same team three times in a season. Um, so, it might be the Seahawks. All right. I, that To me, I would love that. That would be great. Of course, then it's like, be careful what you wish for. Barrett Brooks, what do you think? Is it possible that the Niners could get knocked off by the Seahawks? No. No. You no, don't see no, any possibility. No, no, no. What's the spread on that, Johnson? See I got to look. Seattle it's was... got to be like 10 points They were or so. so bad in that it's finale. Bad. Eric, that would be the best case scenario. 
That's the easiest it. opponent. San Francisco right. is uh, giving 10 points. 10 wow. points. That's a lot, Eric. That's tough. All right, Eric, give yeah. me a red hat. Uh, I haven't been listening all morning, has Molly Ringwald been said? No, she has not. She has not, and that's a great Very one. Very nice. Stay right there. 215-592-9494. Now, uh, Barrett Brooks has inside information on how they vote for all pro. Understand, the highest accolade you can get other than MVP is to be on the all pro team. That means that your position, you're the best in the whole league. And uh, Darius Slay got on that team. And I'm trying to figure out how that happened. We're going to get some real understanding on how this happens from a guy who monitored it for the league for several years, Barrett Brooks. That's next. Barrett Brooks is here. Barrett, i got to run this by it. So Darius Slay yesterday gets named to the all-pro team, one of the best two cornerbacks in football this year. Obviously, the people who voted, the players themselves, had not been watching closely enough or maybe the vote was taken in mid-October when he had three picks in the first five games. After that, nothing for the rest of the year. How does somebody who did nothing for two and a half months, you were watching the same games I were, how do you get named one of the best cornerbacks in the game? Sometimes you build a name up that, you know, this is, it's almost like muscle memory, you know, mind memory that you just see that. Like, how does Aaron Donald get voted to this list? And he's been out for the past three or four games. Yeah. He didn't have that good of a season, but I think it was more off reputation. How does Sauce Garner not get into that? And he's been one of the, oh, not the best. He was a rookie, right? Yeah, because he's a rookie doesn't mean, you know, he shouldn't have made it. He should have made it. He played, he's played that high of a level. I had Patrick Peterson, yeah, who has yeah. better numbers across the board from Slay. He's with the Vikings. We saw him earlier this year. That guy's a better corner, at least he has been this year, than Slay. Tell me how they vote. You, well, you, you know, must have done this when you were a player, well, right? You know, it, it, not even necessarily when I was a player. I used to work at NFL Films for like four or five years, and they would send me out to go to different teams to see if I can get more votes because I was a former player and I could talk to those guys. I remember I used to get like, you know, I went in one time, I went to the to the Colts, and I'm in their locker room, and I had like, I, I signed, it was the Colts and Cincinnati that week. I had 20 with the Colts, and I had like 18 Wow. With uh, eighteen out of fifty three, out of fifty three guys vote, and I brought it back to work, and they're like, "Oh man, you got this many guys." I'm like, "Yeah, I I thought I did a terrible job. You know, I I thought I was supposed to go in and get automatically get they don't all fifty three. They don't know about. And then they the the manner in which they voted, like, "All right, don't vote for him. You know, he's going against our guy here, or this is my boy here. Vote for this guy here." I mean, it's it's not really it's not really a a fair and sound way of voting, but you know it. it Sometimes it's more so who you are rather than what you do. I mean, Hargraves, 11 sacks. Hargraves was terrific. But they got Lawrence is in from the Giants, and he only had seven and a half. No, it makes no sense that Slay got, uh, got in and Reddick didn't. Reddick was phenomenal. And they broke this down on one of the, I think it was NBC Sports Philadelphia, his numbers are actually a little better than Miles Garrett. No question. No and question. he didn't get it. Reddick was so much better than Slay. And Slay got all pro and Reddick didn't. That's ridiculous. Well, I mean, not good. Reddick played at an all time high level, man. He had Reddick pass was, with, uh, yeah, no Reddick pass was the guy. You Guess know I care more about Temple football because of that. <laughs> what nice. a year. Single how, many, how many times do you sign a free agent 
and he puts up that kind of season. He's one of the best ever. Phenomenal. phenomenal. One yeah. of the greatest free agent signings ever. Didn't make the All-Pro, but Darius Slay did. Give me yeah. a break. Stop. Big play Slay nothing. He's, hey, Darius, I hope you're listening. You're no play Slay to me. Now go Ooh. do something. Angela. You're no Ooh. play Slay. Hmm. How's that? Hmm. Where you Ooh. been hiding for two and a half months? I'm calling him out for you to get him going again. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy's on the line. Hi, Nance. Hi, Angelo. How you doing, sweetie? I'm doing great. I called to say hello and say thank you for all the great memories. Well, I totally you. agree with you about Dallas. I think we need to put them in their place. Yeah, um, I'm actually I rethinking that. I love Reddick. Um, I don't, you know, he that guy never stops. He's Nancy, do we have a history? Have you done something with this show in the past? I have. We have a couple histories. All right. Um, first of all, uh, my daughter is still a vegetarian. Um, I know callers wondered about that, and it's absolutely true. She wanted to take her mom, who had battled ovarian cancer, to an Eagles game. And um, it was, what will you do to take get these tickets? And she said, I've been a vegetarian since I'm 10 years old, and she's now 34. She said, I'll eat a Philly cheesesteak. We came down. We had a ball. I think Jonesy was talking about not eating his donkey that day. And we had so much fun. And she ate that cheesesteak, the entire thing. And she has not had a piece of meat since that day. That's unbelievable. So she had not had any meat for years before it. She has not had any meat. How many years ago was this, Nance? She stopped when she was like 10 years old. And she's 34 now. She'll kill me for saying that. But when was she in? How many years ago? Um, well, it was, I think, right before COVID. All right, because I'm, uh, see, I'm thinking now that uh, some of that stuff we did 20 years ago, we would be in trouble with today. I think. But I was trying to get her to not be a vegetarian anymore. And she, it, it, even though she had that one cheesesteak, did she enjoy the cheesesteak, Nancy? She actually did, and she will admit that it tastes better than these fake burgers and things. Um, but she has not eaten another piece of meat since. How, do you eat meat? I love meat. Yeah, give me a good steak. All right, so see, I don't... So this is bizarre, so it wasn't your influence. How did she decide to go against meat? Um, she's an animal lover, and she oh, sees how they're treated when they're processed. It's a good reason. That's a good reason. That's why I <laughs> yeah. won't eat dog. I don't eat oh, dog. But, but here's the other thing I wanted to <laughs> tell you. the worst. Um... <laughs> You and I talked about optimism and yes. that you're not an optimist, and I definitely am. And my, my husband is just like you, and his favorite word is negative. Yeah. When my kids would ask him anything, negative. So he was not a caller. I used to call Ike and Howard a lot on my way home from work yeah. when I was uh, battling cancer, and, you know, they were so amazing. I got to meet Ike at, uh, at Women's Day, and that was a lot of fun. Um, but anyway... Uh, you know, this uh, negativity that you have, um, that's got to change once you retire. But here's my negative I don't think it will, Nancy. That's why I (laughs) think I'm doomed to have some very sad days ahead. My wife is at eight. I'm a five. I have a miserable personality, and I'm going to do nothing. Well, the guy I met when my daughter ate the cheesesteak was a lot of fun. And Al and Ray, I want to thank you for all that. We had a great time. Um, But so the other thing about this negative guy that I'm married to he has only ever called the show one time, mm-hmm. and he won a uh, Hess truck. Oh, and wow. 
Yeah, and it was the anniversary Hess truck, and he went down to get it. This is probably five or six years ago. Right. And he gets his Hess truck. It's wrapped in Christmas paper. He brings his Christmas prize out the door of your studio. Yeah. And he had a $300 parking ticket on his truck. Oh, <laughs> oh that is oh, a good. Oh, he parked in front of the fire plug. Oh, Nancy. Oh, no, it's kind of handicapping. Handicap. Handicap. I think that's more valuable than the truck. So, yeah. So, anyway, that wow. that prize has been in a closet for five or six years, never even opened. Well, I, I would put it on a- eBay. I think uh, if you <laughs> tell the story, somebody might want to pay 500 for it. <laughs> Yeah, we well, we finally um, opened it up on Christmas to give it to our two-year-old redheaded grandson. Oh, nice, that's beautiful. Give me a redhead, Nancy. Maybe you can win something else today. Well, my uh, I'm here with my 95-year-old dad. He's on hospice, and his favorite person in the whole world is Reba McIntyre. Ah, oh, there McIntyre we go. Reba, great. What a voice on that woman. She's spectacular. Patrick's up next from Tabernacle. Hi, Pat. Morning, everybody. How are you? Hey, Barrett. First time talking to you, man. I, I I love you, man. And you know, Barrett, you got a heck of a laugh, man. I love it when you laugh. You got <laughs> Appreciate a good it, laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, Angelo, help me and guys, everyone, help me figure out. You know, I, you know, this, this the defense with Jan, Jonathan Gannon, and like I guess the analytics is now in in football and stuff. And when you look at numbers and the thing, I'm, I I still get, you know, I still got something in my craw here with, with you know the opening drive. Who was against uh, uh, New Orleans? Oh. What 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 does analytics say oh. about an opening drive when they just they're just marching down like a like a like they're, they're, the Saints come marching in and you, like that that has to translate somewhere into a loss. And, yes, and that's what you have to be worried about when you get into the playoffs, upper echelon talent. When you're playing that soft zone, especially to start out a game, you can find yourself in a hole that you can't yeah. climb out of. Fifteen plays, nine minutes. Yeah, I mean, you, you, that did not set whether the tone you want to go. Did it tell you? Oh, we did great after that. No, you didn't. You, you already the ruined tone. the game. You yeah. screwed the whole game up. And if it was a, a better quarterback than Andy Dalton, it could have oh, been twenty-one, yes. yeah. twenty-four, twenty-eight, nothing. Pat, I need a redhead. All right, a redhead man. I got to play to the judge on this, but um, you know, Angel, I, I emailed you about this. You didn't respond, but. The original Ginger's Tina Louise from Gilligan's Island. I remember her. She was a, She's still alive, although she looks a little bit like the Crypt Keeper now. <laughs> Come on. Look oh it up. She's, she's old. What oh, are you doing? Oh, man. <laughs> Some people don't age so good. All right, wow. let's go rapid fire. Are you seeing that? <laughs> Am I right? That's not Pretty nice. Pretty close, right? All right, anyway, let's go rapid fire. We got uh, John up. John, who you got? And Margaret. And Margaret. She's not <laughs> young either. And Marie is next. Hi, Anne Marie. What red hat? Uh, does that have to be a woman? No. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Good That's singer. a pretty good one right there. Chris, I need a red hat. Uh, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Luke from Delran. Who's your red hat? Did anybody say Ron Howard? No one said director Ron Howard. He is now bald. Uh, <laughs> hold on a second. That's a good one. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Jack is up next. Hi, Jack. How you doing? Jack, who you got? Lucille Ball. Uh, already already named. Uh, Jason, who you got? Hey, I got P.G. Tuscadero from Happy Days. Uh, t- <laughs> yes, her. Okay. And uh, finally, Pinky Tuscadero. And finally, Dave. Dave, who you got? 
I got Maureen O'Hara. Maureen Already O'Hara. Mentioned. Dave, I'm guessing, is not in his 20s. <laughs> it's, all right, here we go. Ava, you ready? Yes. Johnson, you got the prize. Yes, we'll start with number four, which will win an Eagles NFC East Division champion hat, which you can purchase at any of the Eagles Pro Shops. Prince Harry. Prince Harry. Number three will win an Eagles Jason Kelsey, if I don't eat breakfast, I'm bleeping P.O. t-shirt, available at underdogphl.com. Reba. Oh, Reba got in there. I love Reba. Wow. Number two, win a $50 Visa gift card. Lucille Ball. Wow, you went old school. Yeah, you were going to probably go hot. And for a pair of tickets to see Pink Summer Carnival Tour at Citizens Bank Park September 19th of 2023. Number one, according to Debbie Gadonis, my mother who was weighed in. Most beautiful redhead, Maureen O'Hara. Oh my God! These you got to be a hundred to answer. Ma- Maureen O'Hara is a. Listen to me, I'm right so now. I'm so disappointed, uh, Debbie. I know you're listening. Jessica Chastain may be the most beautiful woman that ever lived. How about that, Barry? Best looking redhead, not even mentioned. Oh no, not even mention who you got. Oh, wait, I know it is. Who you got? I was gonna actually give honorable mention. <laughs> who you got? Clark Cone. That's why you're oh, not the judge. That's your son. Did you hear that? Clark Cone. Dallas sucks. Oh, that's uh, Clark Cone? Did Look I have at, him do pa- that? Good parenting. How proud is she of that? No, I didn't think I ever allowed him to say it. No, well, it was done beautiful. behind my back. Well, you know what? Behind your back. It was a good, it was a good project for the little guy. It's time to All right. Well, speaking of Jessica Chastain, the line of the oh, day is man. sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jessica Chastain was one of the redheads named today, which led to this. She's in almost everything. Everything. There's a thing out I haven't seen yet. Uh, Armageddon something. Armageddon down or something. Uh, and she's not. Armageddon down? Armageddon something. <laughs> Armageddon. Armageddon down. I'm a getting down. <laughs> All right, by the way, I looked it up. It's Armageddon now. I and it was she's time. in that. I thought it was Armageddon time. Oh, is it Armageddon time? I think it's Armageddon yeah. time. time. yeah. I can't help you. <laughs> All right, I moving on. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Armin Chevrolet wishes all a happy and healthy New Year. Thank you to the Delaware Valley for over 22 years of support. Find your roads to Armin Chevrolet. Who is more responsible for the Eagles' 14 and three record this season? 53 percent. Jalen Hurts. Oh, I was close. Oh, I was. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.